0: Hello beloved and welcome to our weekly Bible study and in this Bible study, let's call it part one of our study on the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament. Now when we look at the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament, it is clear that there are people who basically think that the Holy Spirit only began His work in the New Testament. And it's because we don't really read too much in the Old Testament about the Holy Spirit. We read quite a lot about God, but we don't read as much about the Holy Spirit. And because of this, we find that some people kind of forget that the Holy Spirit were actually very active in the Old Testament. Now, one of the things that we need to grasp, if I if I may use that word, that we need to grasp about the work of the Holy Spirit, is that the Holy Spirit uh, is the person in the Godhead that actually quietly works in the background. The Holy Spirit is not the one who, who kind of elevates Himself to a prominent position. Even in the New Testament, the Holy Spirit is basically the one who uplifts Christ so that Um, the second person of the Trinity can be seen. So that the second person of the Trinity can be exalted. Obviously, the Holy Spirit is also exalted, also glorified when we glorify God the Father and God the Son, because we're not glorifying someone separate from the Trinity. The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. So He is at work within um, the Old Testament but he is quietly at work in the background. Okay, So it's easy for us actually to miss his working in the Old Testament. So what we're going to do is we're going to spend a little bit of time to, um, to, to find out what the work of the Holy Spirit was in the Old Testament. But what we're going to do is, at first, we're going to look specifically at the Holy Spirit's ministry, specifically with regards to creation. Okay, before we do that though, let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you that we can study from your word everything there is revealed about your Spirit, about God the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity. And thank you so much that we can get to know him. And Father, thank you so much that we can know that it is the Holy Spirit that is at work, not only in creation, not only in the Old Testament and the New Testament, but also now. So, Father, I pray that as we study the Holy Spirit and the work of the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament, I pray that you will please open up our hearts to receive your word and our minds to understand your word and enable me as your servant to teach your word, I pray. In Jesus' precious name, amen. All right, now, when we go to the Old Testament and we start off in in the book of Genesis we read about creation in Genesis chapter 1 up to chapter 3. That's our, let's say, our focal passages with regards to what happened in creation or at creation. And what God did was He gave us this revelation, eh? this revelation that we find in Genesis chapter 1, 2, 3, uh, so that we can know a little bit more about how God created, what happened during creation, beloved, otherwise we would have known nothing. Because we need to remember that the triune God was the only one who was present at creation. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, the triune God created everything. And the triune God was present at creation and did whatever needed to be done. To bring everything into existence. Now, as we read the Bible, we actually find passages of Scripture, or let's call it revelation, more revelation from God about creation. And specifically about the Holy Spirit's involvement in creation. Let's start with Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 and 2. And this is what we read. So, this is the first words in the Bible. It says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That's verse 1. In the beginning. That's when time started. So, in the beginning, when God started creating, that's when God started time. And we know that uh, Genesis 1 verse 1 says, God created, which means God is the one who created. He is the one who was involved in the creation of The heavens and the earth, because it continues to say, God created the heavens and the earth. Then verse 2 says, the earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And then it says, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. So, what we see here is, we see that the Holy Spirit was present at creation, but also that He was actively involved in creation, because it says, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Okay, So, the Holy Spirit is there, He's present, and He's actively involved in creation. So, what we're going to do now is just to spend a few moments as we look at the Holy Spirit's involvement in creation. What does the Old Testament teach us about the involvement of the Holy Spirit in creation. Now, first of all, we learn from Scripture. Now, Scripture is the Old Testament. Okay, so when I use the word Scripture now, it's it refers to the Old Testament. All right, so we learn from the Old Testament that the Holy Spirit gives life to creation. And for that, we need to go to Psalm 104 verse 30. An amazing psalm. Psalm 104 verse 13. This is what the psalmist says. He says, You sent forth your spirit, uh, and they are created, and you renew the face of the earth. Wow, what a psalm. This idea of the psalmist that says, You sent forth your spirit. Those two words, your spirit, basically refers to God's breath. Uh, In Hebrew, it's the Ruach Yahweh, or the breath of God. It's the breath of life. Okay? So, when it says, you sent forth your spirit, it's basically, God is sending forth His life-giving spirit. His, His breath of life. That's what God is sending forth. And the Ruach Yahweh, or the breath of life, God's breath... It's the Holy Spirit, because it's the Holy Spirit who gives life. So the psalmist is telling us that the breath of God, this Ruach in the, Yahweh in the Hebrew, that gives life to human beings and to animals, anything that breathes, that's got a soul and that, that can breathe, they, He basically gives life to everything that's living. All right, So that species can basically continue to multiply on the earth. Remember, but remember that God told Adam and Eve that they should multiply no? and fill the earth. And obviously that applied to the animals and that applied to, to plants and trees and things like that. But obviously plants and trees do not have the same kind of life that y- human beings have. Um, and we are created, human beings are created in the image of God, animals are not. Okay, plants are not created in the image of God. So we are the crown of God's creation. But beloved, it's amazing that this breath of life, this, this life-giving um, ability of the Holy Spirit is ever-present working on the earth. Okay, So that the earth can be filled with new living things. There is basically constant procreation taking place so people are filling the earth and animals are filling the earth but it's the Holy Spirit who gives life okay you see if the Holy Spirit did not give life you know to the newborn then there would be no one left on this earth nothing will be left on this earth because it is the Holy Spirit who gives life to the newborn so that they can then live and then multiply And those newborns that come from them, the Holy Spirit then gives them life so that they can multiply. Okay, And that's how the earth is filled with life. Listen to Job chapter 33 verse 4. Uh, This is what we read. It says, the Spirit of God has made me. And this is Job speaking. eh? The Spirit of God made me. It says, and the breath of the Almighty gives me life. Wow! So it's the Holy Spirit that forms uh, a child. And it's the Ruach Yahweh, this breath of the Almighty God. Now the breath of God. The breath of light, life that gives life. Beloved, it's the Ruach Yahweh, the the breath of God, this, this breath that gives life, that brings forth new life on this earth. And that's basically... Um, what the scripture teaches us. So, the Holy Spirit is actually... He's not creating all the time. But what He is doing is, as people and animals are obedient to the call to, pro, uh, to, to um, procreate, it's the Holy Spirit who gives life to those new living beings. Alright. But then we also learn, secondly, from the Old Testament... That the Holy Spirit basically brings order to creation. This is an amazing one. Turn with me to Isaiah chapter 40 verse 12 and 13. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 12 and 13 where we read, Who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand? Measured heaven with a span and calculated the dust of the earth... In a measure, weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in a balance, who has directed the spirit of the Lord, or as his counselor has taught him. So it's clear that Isaiah is telling us that it is the Holy Spirit who knows all things about creation. Obviously it's it's the triune God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit knows everything about creation. But when it comes to the order of creation, when it comes to how much water is uh, in the uh, you know, on a, on this earth, if we look at the um, how much dust is on the earth, who measured it? Who who knows how heavy the mountains are? You know all that those kind of things. The Spirit of God knows those things, okay? Because it's the Holy Spirit that brings order in creation. It's the Holy Spirit that makes sure that order is maintained within creation. Okay, it, it, It's basically the Holy Spirit that makes sure that creation is sustained. The Holy Spirit is constantly at work behind the scenes to keep creation in order. You see, if the Holy Spirit did not keep creation in order, you know what would happen? creation would fall apart in an instant. We would have disorder very quickly because that's what happens if the Holy Spirit does not keep order, the earth just falls into disarray. It just falls into disorder. Now we read in Job chapter 26 verse 13. We read, By His Spirit He adorned the heavens, His hand pierced, the fleeting serpent. Now it's a mouthful. Quite a mouthful. Now th- those words to adorn the heavens, or he adorned the heavens. It basically means that the Holy Spirit causes things to appear to be clean and neat and clear. That's what the Holy Spirit does. Which means it's the Holy Spirit that basically brings order to creation. It's the Holy Spirit that makes sure that creation stays clean and neat and beautiful. Obviously, we know that the world comes along, or people come along, especially the unsaved, but unfortunately, there are also saved people that do the same thing, and then they come and mess up creation. It's it's unfortunate. But it is the Holy Spirit who causes things on this earth to to be clean and neat and clear. But our text doesn't stop there. Job chapter 26, verse 13 also says, His hand pierced the fleeting serpent. Now, immediately we would think, Oh, has this got something to do with a snake? Nope. It's figurative language. Uh, And it has this idea that God brought all the constellations into subjection under His authority. It is as if the Holy Spirit is keeping the heavens in order. The reason why the stars do not just randomly fall from heaven is because the Holy Spirit keeps it in order. Yes, we do have our falling stars or our shooting stars and those kind of things and asteroids and all those kind of things. But if you look at creation, if you look at the heavens, then there's a powerful hand that keeps those things in order. But we know that the world is a is a fallen world. We know that sin has it's come into this world we know that this world is cursed and that this world is not what it's supposed to be and likewise the heavens are not the way it's supposed to be which means there are going to be uh, things that that will happen like asteroids that hits the earth or you know things like that heat waves that comes from the sun and and basically hurts uh, hurts us or makes the earth more hotter than it it is supposed to be that kind of thing it's only because the world is, how can I say, cursed through sin. But, beloved, it is the Holy Spirit that keeps everything in order. You see, now, what's going to happen in the future, as revealed in the book of Revelation, when God judges this earth, then what's going to happen is this restraining grace of the Holy Spirit, this, this order that the Holy Spirit is keeping at this specific stage, as He keeps things in order, he's going to withdraw his hand and things will end up in chaos. Things will be destroyed. That's why the sun will be darkened. Now The moon will become like sackcloth. Uh, There will be darkness on this earth. Stars will fall from heaven. Big ones will fall into the sea. You know, all those kind of things. Things are going to happen on this earth because the spirit that now basically makes sure that there's order in this broken creation, uh, He will withdraw His hand and at the end of the day, uh, chaos will be the result. Alright, now, thirdly, we also learn from the Old Testament that the Holy Spirit gives beauty to creation. Psalm 33 verse 6 says, By the word of the Lord the heavens were made and all the hosts of them by the breath of of his mouth. Now, beloved, if we look, or when we look at the heaven, uh, at heaven up above us, when we look at it at night, and especially if it's one of those lovely dark nights, but it's clear, and we see these billions of stars. Well, I assume it's billions because it's it's a lot of stars that we can see up there. Um, and when we look at these stars, when, when it's a clear evening. There's a beauty in the stars. There's a beauty in the constellations. There's a beauty uh, that we observe. And there's nothing that can compare with it. Now, what is very interesting is that the stars that we see, we see this beauty. it, It represents beauty because it's really, it's beautiful at night. But the stars actually represents a fallen creation and not a creation that is good or very good, as God said after He created. No, when sin entered into this world, uh, the world was cursed. Okay, so when we look up at the scar- skies and we look at the stars, even though there is so much beauty in the sky, so much beauty in the stars, looking at it and how, um, how can I say how they shine at night and and, and it's just absolutely amazing. It's beautiful. And that's the work of the Spirit. Beloved, I wonder, I don't know about you, but I wonder what the stars would have looked like before the fall. You know, when everything was good, when actually when everything was very good, what would the stars have looked like? I think it must have been a a face to to look at, something to look at that is beyond what we can ever comprehend. You see, even if we look at creation, beloved, there's so much beauty in creation. Even though it is tainted by sin. But still, it is the Holy Spirit that gives beauty to this fallen creation. And that's so that we can enjoy it. No? So we can enjoy some of this beauty and, and be reminded of the fact that there was a perfect creation. And we look at this creation and we say, Wow, I wonder what it must have been like when it was perfect. Beloved, just imagine if the devil and his fallen angels and all the unsaved had their way, which means they could do whatever they wanted. If they were the ones who were responsible for maintaining the earth, yeah, I would have. I believe that the world, as we know it, would become a very ugly place. Yes, there are obviously people that that has a passion for creation and so on, but mostly the unsafe don't care. They don't care whether things become ugly. I mean, all you need to do is just to walk around areas where people just throw their the the their garbage on the floor, you know, on the on the ground. And then how deforestation takes place. And how people can think that their skyscrapers and those kind of things is anything in comparison to the beauty of creation itself. But anyway, I believe that if Satan were really let loose without the, the, the Holy Spirit being the one who maintains the beauty that is left of the earth this world would be an ugly place. So praise God for the Holy Spirit who makes it possible for us to enjoy some beauty in this cursed creation. Okay, Because He is the one who gives this creation the beauty that it has. Alright, and then fourthly, we also learn from the Old Testament that the Holy Spirit enables creation to renew itself. Alright, now, Listen to Psalm 104 verse 30 again. Psalm 104 verse 30. We already looked at it. And this is what we read. It says, You send forth your spirit. They are created. And you renew the face of the earth. Right? Remember, it's this procreation. eh? The, The offspring. That the Holy Spirit comes and He breathes life into the offspring of living creatures on this earth. Okay? So... That is God who does it. Okay, In the Old Testament, it is the Spirit who enables creation to renew itself. If that did not happen, if we didn't have procreation, if we did not have uh, a multiplication of animals and plants and human beings and so on, obviously the earth would not be filled. Uh, God said we need to fill the earth. And, and by the way, remember the, these uh, climate change activists... They say, "Ooh, in 12 years the world is going to be destroyed. Uh, no, and we are overpopulated. We need to control the population of the earth. No, because God said, be fruitful, multiply and fill the earth. So, what should we do? We should be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. That's what we should do. So, where do people come with this idea of, oh, we only have 12 years left because we overpopulate the earth and we're going to destroy the earth and whatever. No. The only time this earth is going to be destroyed is when God destroys it with flames, with fire, with brimstone. That's when this earth is going to be destroyed. Beloved, but up to then, God has given us a, a... People, the ability to procreate, to multiply, to fill the earth and to subdue the earth, to look after creation, to plant things and to do things with, with the soil and, and to enjoy that which has been given to them. Okay. Because it is, at the end of the day, the Holy Spirit who enables creation to basically renew itself. If you look at human nature... If you look at trees and you look at, let's say, for example, this massive fire. You remember just a few weeks ago, there was this massive fire in Hawaii. And many houses were burned down. And, and just yesterday, I, I watched a, a video where somebody was talking about cars that was was burned out and aluminum that was was melted and they were talking about these things. And the guy took his camera and he placed it, uh, or he showed uh, pictures of grass that was growing. Green, green, green grass. And he he, he said the following. He said, well, the fire was about two weeks ago. And look at this green grass. Well, beloved, it's a fact. Everywhere you could see green grass coming out. And why? It was burned. Yes, it was burned, but... It is the spirit of God that enables creation to renew itself for grass to come out again, obviously you're going to have thorns and thistles as well, unfortunately, because that's the curse on the earth, but <clears throat> it's amazing how the earth brings forth new things, how our bodies when they are when our bodies are sick, where our immune system starts fighting and starts working hard. And how our bodies are renewed. Beloved, it's absolutely amazing. And when we talk about the work of the Holy Spirit in creation, that's part of the Spirit's work, is to renew for creation to renew itself. Don't think that it's creation. Remember, it's the Spirit. Nah. It's the Holy Spirit that enables creation to renew itself. If it wasn't for the Spirit, creation would never be able to renew itself. Okay, but it's because of um, creation, because of the Holy Spirit, that creation can now renew itself. Oh, beloved, it's so amazing to, to look at these things. Now, when we look at these things, now when we look at the Holy Spirit's involvement in creation, I mean, these are things that we sometimes don't think about, isn't it? We just kind of, how can I say, we, we we think, but it's supposed to happen. These things just happen naturally, when in fact the Scripture teaches us, no, 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 God the Spirit is involved in this. God the Holy Spirit, He's the one who does it all. So, beloved, as we look at the Scriptures and as we look at Um, further revelation of the Holy Spirit's work in the Old Testament, we can see that the Holy Spirit was definitely involved in the New Testament, uh, in in the Old Testament, in creation, as He enables creation to renew itself. eh? And as the Holy Spirit gives beauty to this broken, fallen creation, and how the Holy Spirit brings order to creation, and also how the Holy Spirit is the one who gives life, nah? who breathed the Ruach Yahweh into things that, that, are, that are living so that they can live, truly, truly live. Well, beloved, that concludes our Bible study for today. I hope you've been blessed as I've been blessed to share it with you. So let's pray. Let's close our eyes. Father, thank you so much that we can come to you and thank you for your Holy Spirit the third person of the Trinity that is involved in creation. Even though he is involved quietly in the background, yet he is involved and we can see the work of your hands. We thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Help us to to see what the Spirit is doing so we may glorify you more and more and more every single day. As we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Beloved, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May His face shine upon you and may He give you His peace. God willing, until next time, when we uh, continue with part two of the Holy Spirit's work in the Old Testament. God willing, until next time, bye-bye.